O Lord, we seek your wisdom now that we may understand your word for us today. Help us in our doubts and fears, guiding us by your gentle hand and reminding us of your steadfast love. By the power of your Holy Spirit, shine a light that will illumine our darkness, that as the scriptures are read and your word proclaimed, that we may celebrate anew what you say to us this day. And let God's people say, Amen. Our reading for a table of Luke, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that had been taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This last message in our Facing Doubts series asks a question that we have touched on a little bit in our other two. And the question today is one that we have all asked ourselves at one point or another. Am I good enough? And that question came to mind with Simon's words. That once he realizes that this catch is not something that the amount of fish he has caught is something supernatural, that his first response is not praise, it's not thanksgiving, it's fear. Go away from me, I'm a sinner. I'm not good enough to be honored with this gift. I started thinking about how common that response is. That when someone is called, it's easy to say, but I'm not good enough. Find somebody who's already holy. Find somebody who's clean. Find somebody who's not a failure. Find somebody who's better at this. And we see this response time and again when people are called to serve. That Isaiah feels like he's not good enough. That his words are unclean and that he's not good enough to be a prophet. We see it in Moses when he says that he's not good enough at speaking, he's not good enough at anything he's ever done in his life 
to speak on behalf of God. We see it with Paul. That Paul says, well, I persecuted the church. I wanted the church to die. I'm not good enough to spread this message of hope. But what Christ reminds us of is he didn't come to save people who didn't need saved. He came to help people who were flawed. He came to help people who needed help. And he came to do it to say, you are good enough to serve God. You may doubt yourself. You may think that you need to be holy to do something holy. But it's not the case. Thing is, if we were already holy, there'd be no need for Christ to die on the cross. If we were already free from sin, there wouldn't have been a problem with the woman caught in adultery because somebody would have thrown that first stone. If we didn't need to be washed clean, we'd have no need for a Savior. The thing is that it doesn't make us not good enough. It makes us human. Because we have doubts and we have fears and we have worries. The thing is, though, is that God constantly comes in and says, I get that you have all of these things that you are worried about. But I still want you. I know that you aren't the best at everything. But I still choose you. When we seek Christ, he doesn't stop and say, well, I need you to make yourself holy before you come to me. He says, I will make you holy if you come to me. I will give you salvation, not because you are already perfect, but because I love you as you are. Because you are good enough to be called by God. Too often, this question of, am I good enough, is what keeps people from walking through those doors. It's the question that keeps people from feeling like they can belong anywhere because they feel like they have lived a life that doesn't match the expectations and they're afraid that the moment they walk in, everyone else is going to see that they aren't good enough. They worry that if God is so holy and God is so good, then who am I to step foot in a holy place and worship Him? Too often the response is a fearful one. Almost that we are too afraid to tell somebody else that they are good enough. Too often the doubts that we have about ourselves begin to creep in on how we treat others. Because the problem is, is that if we doubt that we are good enough, then we doubt that anyone is good enough. And if we doubt that we're good enough, then we're going to have a hard time loving as God expects us to love. I'm here to say that you are good enough. You are good enough to be here. You are good enough to be called by Christ to come and follow. 
Jesus didn't say to Simon, yeah, you can come follow me, but first, I need you to recite this creed. He didn't say, you can come follow me, but first, we have to wash you clean and I have to make you good enough to follow me. He didn't say, okay, well, I've got this test here and I need you to pass this dogmatic theme so that you can be perfect in doctrine before you can follow me. He didn't even ask him to repent. All Simon did was recognize that he was a sinful man. And that was enough. If that was enough for Christ, why is it we keep putting our standards higher? Why is it we can't accept that we could be called like Simon? That maybe we aren't the best at what we do and maybe we don't always make the best choices, but Christ still wants us. And maybe if we could accept the way that Christ accepts, saying, you know what? If you are willing to take that first step, I will take it with you. If you're willing to take that first step of saying, I'm not worthy, but I'm going to try anyway, then we're all going to try together. Because where we have doubt, God has faith. Our we, God is strong. Where we feel we are faltering, God is the solid rock that swoops in beneath us to keep us standing. We have to see ourselves as good enough and we have to see the people around us as good enough. Because God calls the most unexpected of people, us included. When we have fears, let love cast them out. When we have doubts, let us remind each other that Christ felt we were good enough to be here. He felt that we were good enough to die on that cross that we could live. Not just in this life, but in life. And that he didn't call us saying, jump through this hoop and pass these tests and follow me. Simply, come with me. And I will teach you all you need. Come with me and I will make you whole. Come with me because I love you as you are. And I love who you could be with me. Because Christ knows. He knows who we are and he loves us. Let us call the way that Christ called. Not with a ruler to measure each other's goodness, but open arms to accept each other in love and mercy and grace. Let us reaffirm with one another that we are good enough to serve a God who calls us out of love. Let us help each other with our doubts and our fears that we may help a world mired in darkness. 
that we may share the good news. That God is there for them because they are good enough too. And let that good news be our song that we sing anywhere and everywhere. That it be on our lips and it be in our hearts. And it be the first thing we think and the last thing we think. And it be the thing that drives us from this life into the next. That we are called by Christ because we are good enough because we are loved. And no one can take that from you. Let us strengthen each other. Let us help each other. And let us grow in God's love together. Amen.